This is a Detailing Business Class Podcast, Episode 19. What exactly do you need in order to do SEO? Coming up. Welcome back, everybody. Glad to have you here on for another podcast episode. I'm having a bunch of fun making these episodes. I'm getting a bunch of great feedback. So appreciate you once again for being here in this on this episode. Um, remember, I keep on mentioning this because I'm just going to keep on mentioning it. Follow me on Instagram. I'm posting more uh, uh, um, areas where you can contact me in terms of like what feed, what topics you want me to create. So in this one was kind of inspired. Well, not inspired, but someone asked the question. So I would cover it here in this podcast episode of what exactly do you need to get started with SEO in terms of what website? Are there any, is there any software? Are there any plugins? So I'll try to keep it concise on this one just because we don't need to go too deep into this one. That's what she said. So we'll go ahead and get started. So the basics, the basic thing that you need and for, for anyone to do SEO for your business, it's going to be just a website. That is like by far basic, most basic of basic things that you need is a website. Now I get the question quite often. They're like, hey, well, can I use WordPress? Can I use Squarespace? Can I use um, Wix, Weebly? Uh, can I use um, whatever other you know website management softwares out there? And the reality is you can use any webs, at least that I've seen, like in any of the big ones, you know, Squarespace, as I said, WordPress, uh, Wix, Weebly, those are all have the same like basic fundamental um, things that you can do to it. Like each one is going to have its own way of doing it, right? Like the way you do something in WordPress is going to be different than what you do in Weebly. That's going to be different in how you do it in Squarespace, but they're all going to have the same fundamental functions. It's just the way you go about it will be completely different, right? Because it depends on how they structure their design and like how you can do what. So in terms of like the actual technical aspect of like you got to click over here and on this one, you got to click over there and this one you got to drag over here. Like those are going to be different, but every website builder can create a page. You can um, change the page title. You can add a meta description. You can uh, interlink to each other. You can add an image. You can, um, you know, change the copy around. You can put H1, H2 tags. You can, you know, those are all the same across any website builder. So whatever you have or whatever you're used to using, uh, you can just use that uh, really because you don't have to get too crazy with what you're using. So me personally, I've used WordPress for the last, um, let's say eight years now. And when I worked at the marketing agency, all the sites were ran off of WordPress. Um, I am very, very, very fluent and understand WordPress. That's like, that's, you know, that's my domain. Uh, no pun intended. That's what, you know, that's where I can really work. And I understand all the ins and outs and I have no problem whatsoever uh, getting a website started from complete scratch to, you know, doing everything I need to do to optimize it and, you know, all that. If you were to put me on Squarespace, um, I would have no clue what to do because I don't know the interface. I don't know where is what. I don't know what button click. I don't know what, you know, what this function does to that function. I know nothing of that. So it's just going to be a matter of time. So if you're using um, Squarespace um, and you're like, oh, Oscar said he uses, you know, um, WordPress. So I guess I, sh- I should use that. No, actually, I, I don't. It's it's both of them can get you the same. Both can do the same job. It's just you have to spend, you know, you have to give the time and energy to understand how it works. And, you know, if you're if you're wondering what you need to or how to do something, you got to just Google or YouTube it. That, that That's literally it. Like if you're using WordPress or Squarespace, I can guarantee you there are tons, you know, specifically WordPress, but there's tons of content, free content out there that just covers how to do stuff with websites. Regardless of whatever website builder it is, you can do 
you can find so much information. You know, like how do I create a menu in Squarespace? You YouTube that, you'll have like a hundred videos. How do I, you know, interlink pages in Squarespace? You'll find like a hundred videos on that. So if you're ever having a problem, don't think that there's like this special formula or like there's a secret that you have to unlock because whatever, whatever. No, you just you just go into YouTube, go into Google and find a resource that helps you and just execute it on that. It's really simple. Like I've never bought a course on how to use WordPress or Squarespace or I've never like there's just so much free information out there that it's 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 very easy to understand what you need to do based off of a bit of research. And yes, it's going to take time. Like that's a big thing like not only do you just need a website which is which brings me to my next point. It's like it's not just a website, but more importantly, it's you to have the willpower and discipline to be like, okay, I need to do this research, right? Like, you're like, okay, I'm sitting, you know, I'm sitting at my desk and, you know, I'm ready to work on my website. So now what do I do? And you're like, oh, well, I don't know. Well, okay, I have to research this. And, and then like, you just kind of give up. It's like, no, like a big part of it more than anything is you need to have the discipline to say, hey, you know what? I'm not sure what I need to do. Let me search around and figure out what to do, and that's what I'll do. I know it sounds super rudimentary, super basic, super like, oh, really, that's it? But that's really it, is that, like, there's not much involved in terms of software that you need. And, don't like, you don't need to learn how to code. Like, there's no, like, design skills in terms of, like, you don't need to learn Photoshop. You don't need to learn Illustrator. You don't need to know, like, any of these crazy fancy things. Like, maybe you'll just have to use Canva to maybe add some text and resize some things and Canva is free, right? And it's like super like easy to understand and to use. So it's not like you're going to have much trouble there. And even if you do, what do you have to do? You just go to Canva, uh, to YouTube and look at some tutorial on how to use Canva to whatever you want to do. So in terms of design work, I mean, there's not much. Like I, I myself am no designer i mean i like to like i'm a, i like to do based like some some photography stuff but like that doesn't really change anything because even if i, I wasn't into photography and didn't learn didn't know how to uh, use lightroom nothing would change like nothing would change on my website or what i'm doing it just i just like having um you know just going the extra mile with the photography and, and using a good camera and all that jazz but aside from that nothing would really change if i didn't have all that the lightroom or you know photography skills so get that part out of your head of like oh man like I got to, you know, learn how to, you know, code something and and photograph this and design. It's literally none of that. You don't need to learn any coding, right? Like you're not going to write any HTML on your website, especially if you're using something like Squarespace or Weebly or Wix. Like they make it dead simple for you to do everything. I would say like now I would recommend Word. uh, I'm sorry, not WordPress. I would recommend Squarespace over WordPress just because Squarespace makes it a lot more easy to understand and to do whatever actions you want on your website. Not that WordPress is difficult by any means, but if you just have to compare them, you know, side to side, I would probably say, you know what, Squarespace is probably easier to manage and to understand. You know, and WordPress um, has a lot of plugins, right? Like however many million plugins that they have. Squarespace doesn't have plugins because they build all the, like, all the functionality that they want into Squarespace in itself. So, you know, a thing I get all the time is like, well, you know, I, have you heard of Yoast SEO? You know, like, am I supposed to buy that? How much is that? And Yoast SEO is nothing special. It's just a plugin. You can pay for the premium thing. I don't. I don't know why anyone would. But it's just, it's like a basic plugin just to help you edit the page title and the uh, description. And it's like literally every website builder does except Yoast SEO is a plugin that just makes it a little easier. But like 
you know, you can literally edit a page title and meta description on literally every website builder. So don't get worried about like, oh, well, they have plugins. Well, yeah, like because WordPress offers that like feature to other creators that want to create like plugins. But like Squarespace builds everything within its own uh, website platform. So they don't need plugins, so, so to speak, because they, they built everything internally. So in terms of that, like there's there's software wise in terms of like what else do you need? in order to um, do your SEO, uh, there's not much. I mean, me, I don't pay for any software, not off the top of my head that, that I can recall, that's like specifically for SEO. Like, I don't use no, um, I don't uh, use any software to track my rankings. Um, I don't pay for Yoast SEO. I use like the free version. Um, there's honestly, like, I can't think of anything that I pay for in recent times that helped me manage my SEO because it's, it's just optimizing the website natively, right? It's like, we're not adding anything crazy. We're not added. We're not adding anything new just within the website itself. We're doing things, uh, we're doing specific things to be more, um, to be more optimized for Google. And that's really it. So, for instance, like let's say to optimize, not even don't don't even think of the word optimize, just to change, right? I'm not saying like optimizing is you know making it for the search engine, but regardless of that, just to change the meta description, just to change the page title, just to add a photo, just to change the body text, just to change something from an H1 to H2, uh, something to like to interlink pages, to create a menu, to create a footer, uh, to um, what else? I'm just trying to think of the top of my head. Um, to do any of those things, literally every website builder does it. There's no special functionality on something. If you want to get real, you know, down the weeds and you're looking at, well, you know, I need something to specifically do this and I might have to write a little bit of code to make it custom to this. Like, okay, if you're going down that rabbit hole, then yeah, like you'd want to be more in tune to like what, what website builder does what. But nine out of 10 times, we're not looking for that. Okay. Like I don't, I I think I have like one or two little bits of like HTML that I put in my website, but it was like the most basic of basic of basic little HTML that I needed. Other than that, like it's it's just drag and drop. It's just like whatever functionality that my website gives me, I'll do it. So off the top of my head, like I'm going to always recommend Squarespace because it is easier. And that's probably the, like the biggest thing that someone asks, like what website you know um, platform should you use? It's I would say Squarespace. I've been using WordPress and I'll continue to use WordPress until you know wherever the future takes me but i'm gonna stay on on wordpress but just those that are just getting into it i would probably recommend squarespace now the next part is not really a skill i mean it is a skill but it's like a non-tangible skill and that's patience okay i've as, as i've always said since the first day i've ever made an seo video it can take anywhere between three to six to nine months for you to see results and at first glance, if you tell anyone, hey, yeah, it'll be six months until you see any results, they'll be like, oh, dude, no, that's that's too long. Like, I'm not going to do that. So if you are doing SEO and you're wondering what does it take to do SEO and what do you need, a big thing that you need is going to be patience because it's not going to be an overnight thing. You're not going to see results once, like you're not going to see results on Tuesday because you made a change to your website on, you know, Saturday. It's going to be like, hey, I made all these changes up front and it's three months later and I've barely seen like any results or I've barely moved in the search rankings because it's just a long-term play. Sure, there's going to be some anomalies where someone might see results in, you know, 65 days and there's someone that might see some results in about 12 months. It just depends on so many external factors that you don't really have much control over. 
Meaning like you can do and you can change, you can optimize this and optimize that and, and do this and do that. But it's not like, you know, Google will specifically pay attention to you every single day. It's like whenever they update their algorithm, whatever it like, it, it actually does the, the crawl, whatever, like whatever, whatever, based on other websites, based on Google, based on everything that's going on, like you might move here or there. So it is a long-term play that you have to really accept. And for me, I see that as a big benefit because, I mean, let's say you have a room full of, let's say a hundred detailers and they're like, who wants to get more customers? A hundred, you know, all hundred of them will raise their hand. And then some, you know, you ask them who's willing to wait uh, six months to see any results. You know, maybe, you know, 20 of them will raise their hand. And that's the key to this. We're like most detailers won't want to wait that long and aren't willing to play the long-term game to get the results from SEO. And when you're in, in that type of situation, it's no longer a race. Once you're, you're, once you've been working on your SEO for however long, once you're getting towards the quote unquote finish line of like where you're actually going to start seeing results, nobody's there with you. You're just, you're basically alone. You're not racing anyone. You're not, you know, trying to beat someone like you're by yourself because you've outlasted everyone in the process to, of, of SEO. So that's why like you need patience to do SEO, but that in itself, because it takes so long or because it takes long is it, it puts you in great positioning to where like it's just you once you're actually toward at the tail end of the journey to where you're actually going to get results. And I know you're, you're not going to like this one either because again with SEO it's not like you need four different software running at the same time. You don't need all these crazy little things. But the next thing that you do need again just like patience it's not really like this very tangible thing but it's very important because it's a more of a habit and the character of yourself but it's being consistent with it right. It's not like saying you know what I'm going to do three things on my website today and you know I've done, you know, I did that. So I'll wait another month until I do two more things. And, you know, two weeks later, I'll do this one thing. And, you know, four days later, I'll do this other one thing. And, you know, two weeks later, I'll do this other thing. It's very important to be consistent to where, you know, and I'm not saying every day, every hour of the day you're on your website. It's more of just saying like, hey, like have a game plan to execute of when you want something accomplished. That way you have some type of sense of how you're moving along with your SEO and what, you know, what's your, what's your overall plan to where like you, you're saying to yourself, Hey, like I've gotten most of, you know, 80% of the work done during this time frame. That way now, like the, you know, moving forward, I can kind of just maintain and do bits and pieces around, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. But if you're just like kind of scattered all over the place and, you know, a few edits here, a few edits in three weeks, a few edits a month, a few edits four days later, um, it's going to be very inconsistent. And with that, like it just with SEO, as and I mentioned this in the last uh, podcast, which you should go listen to, is that like it's just a collective effort of everything that you're doing. And if you can continually do that, you know, day after day, week after week, big or small, I mean, Google will, will, will better, you know, will see you better in terms of like, you know, consistently working on your website versus like these like sporadic moments of like, you know, I did something here, I did something there, I did something here. Whereas unless you, it's better just to maintain a consistent workload um, to, you know, do everything that you can. Now I'll tell you with me, um, I did like, let's, I finished about 80% of all the work, the, uh, all the optimization, optimization that I could do on my website, like within the first 60 to 90 days, right? Like if um, I mentioned in the last episode, so you got to make sure you're listening to all these episodes is that it took me about six to nine months to really see like, to really get going with the results, right? The six month mark, I started seeing like a little bit of results at the ninth month, ninth month mark. 
is when things started really taking off. But I did a majority of the SEO work, like the the big, um, you know, the the big parts of the SEO. The first three months ish, let's say. The first, let's say, let's say, let's say the first three months. That's where I did. Let's say, yeah, the first two to three months. Let's say that's where I did all the upfront work. I created all the pages. I created all the content. I got. Um, I did this, did that, and after that, it was just con- like doing a consistent bit of work over the next six months to get to where I, where I wanted to be. So again, like I did most of the work in the first two to three months, and it still took six to nine months to really get going with the results. So going back to all the other things, it's you got to be patient and you have to be consistent. Even though I did the bulk of the work the first two to three months, I was still able to maintain and understand what I have to do over the next six months to make sure I'm putting my best foot forward with SEO. That way I can just, you know, put all the odds in my favor to where I should be going up in the ranks and thus getting more traffic leads and sales into my business. So going a bit off tangent, as I've always been, as I, as I always mention when it comes to marketing is that you have to have singular focus in what you're doing as well. Meaning if you're doing a little bit of Instagram, a little bit of SEO, a little bit of Facebook ads, a little bit of Google ads, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you're not going to be able to maximize your results by spreading yourself out so thin to so many things. So for me, when I did my SEO, I just did one singular focus and that was SEO. I didn't really look at anything else. I didn't post on Instagram or for the we just recently started posting on Instagram. Before like last month, over the last like three years, I maybe posted once on Facebook at some time. Like I, we did not do social media at all. So you do need to have singular focus in whatever it is that you're doing because if you are limited, which I'm, I'm sure you are, if you are limited on time and energy and resources and for you to do, you know, uh, SEO and Facebook ads and Instagram. Well, you know, that's just, you have too much going on. So it's, it's, you have to prioritize where you're going to spend your limited time and energy to get the most results. Again, it's going to be a waiting game. It's, you have to have patience. It's not going to be an overnight thing. So if you do choose to do SEO, you have to understand that from the very get go. And again, going back is that a lot of people don't want to do that because they don't want to wait, which is fine if you want to go and pursue another strategy. But just know that those that do do it and do follow through is that's when you're going to be on your own. And you're not going to really be racing or fighting for any, you know, fighting anyone because it's, it's just you. Like everyone went to something else and you're just on your own, working on your own thing, waiting to get ranked on the first page of Google. Now, personally, for me, I always recommend you do it yourself, meaning you understand and uh, implement all the SEO, uh, uh, well, all the optimization that you have to do in order to rank your website on the first page of Google. Because if you want to hire someone, one, most likely than not, the person that you're going to hire has no idea what they're doing, right? Your friend that creates a website for people, he doesn't know how to do SEO. I'm telling you, he does not because I've seen it dozens of times. You know, the SEO person that is charging you 100 bucks a month, they're also not going to know what they're doing because if they knew what they were doing, they would, they would not charge you 100 bucks a month. So if you have the question like, what should I do it myself? Um, I would definitely recommend you do it yourself and not hire anyone because if you do hire someone, you know, someone that can make you money, meaning someone that knows how to optimize your website and can bring you customers and can make you money, they're not going to be cheap because they're literally making you money in your business. So if you know if it's if you're gonna hire someone, expect to pay a pretty penny because um they know what they're doing and they're gonna bring you customers. Um and again like if you don't know if you leave it up to someone else to market your business, once that person is gone or once or once you stop paying that person, 
um, you kind of just left in the water, right? Like you don't really know what to do because you had someone else do it for you. Now, if you have a partner or something, then that's different. But in terms of like hiring an external uh, agency or individual to do it for you, I feel like that's putting you in a bad situation because again, once they leave, once you stop paying, so does the results um, or the progress stops as well. And you don't know what to do after that because you never really paid any attention to it. So that's something very important to keep in mind as well. I know like you're expecting me to probably say like, oh, like you need a bunch of like this software and this and this. There's not much that you need, which is why we went on a separate conversation of like, you know, the the, the, the skills that you need in terms of your personal uh, care, like habits of patience and, you know, being able to do, to do the research yourself and to uh, learning learning how to do it yourself because those things are more important to understand that you need the discipline and the focus and how to prioritize your time. That's more important in terms of getting, uh, in terms of optimizing your website to rank on the first page of Google versus like, hey, what's the best website builder? Because, you know, any website builder is going to do that's basically it. And that it doesn't get any more complicated than that. The complicated part is actually knowing what to do. And it's not that it's complicated. You just have to navigate your way to understand what is what it, what is everything that you need to do to get the results that you want. So and so it's not really complicated. It's just knowing, you know, what's step A, what's step B, what's step C, what's step D, what's step E. And there's plenty of resources out there that show you that. So that's why I don't really say it's complicated. It's just like anything that's worth doing in life and that's new to you, it's going to take a little bit of time and energy and there's going to be a bit of a learning curve for you to understand what all you have to do. So I'll go ahead and end this episode right here. Again, follow me on Instagram. That's at Detail Groove. You can check the show notes um, to download the ultimate guide to start your detailing business. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think I'll be opening up enrollment into SEO for Detailers, my online course that helps you how to rank your website on the first page of Google. I believe that's going to be, and I'm checking my notes right now because I should have done this beforehand. I think that's going to be on the 21st of this month. On Saturday, Saturday, November 21st, I'll be opening up enrollments into SEO for Detailers, my online course that helps you rank your website on the first page of Google. So keep an eye out for that. But other than that, I'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye-bye.